A few summers ago, the lovely Andrea and McKenna and I were traveling to Arkansas for their youth camp. We got to the airport in plenty of time. We checked our bags, breezed through security. We headed for the gate. We settled into those supposed to be comfortable vinyl chairs for a while, waiting for our plane to take off. And after a long while of watching and waiting, our plane was just about to board. But we were hungry, and we realized we wouldn't eat for more than two hours, and two pouches of dry roasted peanuts and a can of cran apple, they're just not quite enough to feed a family of three. So I sent Andrea and McKenna ahead on the plane as I went to get pizza for all of us. Mackie was still so little, we had priority boarding, so we had plenty of time. When I got to Wolfgang Puck Bistro, I placed our order, paid handsomely for a small sausage and mushroom pizza. I wonder if they know how much that stuff costs outside of the airport. And I sat at the counter. At first, I was fine. I had plenty of time to join my family on the plane. I watched a Wolfgang worker put a pizza in the oven that had far too many toppings for my taste and wallet. But there was no problem. I still had about 20 minutes. That pizza came out and another one went in. Still not ours, but still no problem. I still had about 15 minutes. That one came out, another one went in, still not ours. Now, I was starting to get a little nervous. I had just under 10 minutes left and our pizza has not yet begun to bake. From where I sat, I could see the gate all the way down the concourse and I saw passengers disappear down the jetway. The gate area was thinning out. My time was running out. I kept watching Wolfgang workers bake pizzas until finally I saw the one I ordered. By this time, I had about five minutes until our plane was due to depart, and I wasn't even at the gate. By my math, our pizza would take all those precious 300 seconds to bake. And the gate agent was already making her ominous Final boarding call for Delta Flight 6120 with service to Memphis on the Little Rock. Please report to gate C-52 immediately. Your plane is due to depart. Final boarding call for Delta Flight 6120 with service to Memphis on the Little Rock. Please report to gate C-52 immediately. Your plane is due to depart. Right then, I had a decision to make. I could wait at the counter and hope our sausage and mushroom masterpiece was quicker than most and I would run to the plane, a conquering hero with a piping pizza in my hands. Or I could count it a loss, run to the plane and explain to Andrea why I spent 15 bucks, 30 minutes, and got nothing for it. But if I waited, I could miss the flight and eat my pizza alone in the terminal as I watched the plane take my sweethearts into the air and into Arkansas without me. But if I ran to the plane without the pizza... We would still be hungry, still out 15 bucks, and still very frustrated, especially when they bring the peanuts around. What's a hubby and daddy to do? You could cut the suspense with a pizza cutter. And I'll tell you exactly what I did do right after this. Good day to you, Simplify listeners. You're listening to L.J. Harry, and you're listening to Jesus is Coming Back one of these days on Simplify. As I tried to decide between the pizza and the plane, I did have an advantage. I heard final boarding calls. I knew exactly when the plane was due to depart. That was printed on my boarding pass. I even heard the gate agent call me by name. Delta's paging Memphis passenger Lloyd Harry Jr. Please report to gate C-52. Your plane is boarded and ready to depart. I knew exactly when the plane was leaving. But it will be different on that day. On that day, we don't know exactly when Jesus is coming. Jesus made it very clear that no man, 
knows the day or the hour, much less the minute. There will be no final boarding call when Jesus comes back because he will come back on a day like one of these days. And given the scriptures and seeing the signs of the times, this day is not far from that day when the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, the trump of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. That's my favorite scripture in all of scripture. On that day, we will finally look on the face of the one who died so we could live. We sing to Jesus this day, but we will see him on that day. My hope is not in our government or our economy or even in the rest of humanity. My hope is Jesus is coming back one of these days. No wonder James Hill wrote, What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. And by the way, that's my favorite hymn in all the hymnal. It will be a day like all others before Jesus comes back, but it will be a day like none other after Jesus comes back. This is an old message, but it's for a new generation. Jesus is coming back one of these days. And this is the same message the Apostle Peter preached to students and seniors. Sometimes he preached to deafening shouts of amen. Other times he preached to deafening silence. Because there were some in his day who didn't think Jesus was coming back simply because he hadn't come back yet. We read in 2 Peter chapter 3 of people who asked the question, Come on, man, what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming? Because from before our ancestors passed away, everything has remained ever since the world was created. Preacher, people have been preaching that about the rapture before my grandparents could even spell rapture. And I believed it. I really did. It got me to come to the altar and shed a tear a time or two. But here's the truth. Here's the fact. Jesus hasn't come back yet. It hasn't happened. It won't happen. This world will argue with us from now until Jesus comes. Make fun of us from now until Jesus comes. Literally. Friends, teachers, co-workers, bosses, neighbors, professors, maybe even parents. Come on. Jesus isn't coming back. I've heard that message all my life. They've preached that message for thousands of years. You're not the first one to say that, LJ, and you certainly won't be the last one. And you're right. Jesus hasn't come back yet, hasn't happened, won't happen. That's where you're wrong. One minute after the rapture, this world will not argue with us anymore because we won't be here anymore. If you're left standing after the church has been life-lighted out of here, you'll be able to remember very well all those messages you heard about the coming of the Lord. The times your pastor preached and pleaded with you through tears and passion and conviction for you to get ready for the coming of the Lord. When your pastor and other preachers pounded their fist on the pulpit and preached with passion and conviction that Jesus is coming back, you need to get ready. You'll be eternally glad on that day that you made things right with God on this day because you can stake your soul on this. Jesus is coming back one of these days. I thought about one of these days. It'd be a day like one of these days. On that day, your alarm will blare and you'll slam the snooze button. You'll choke down Cheerios and brush your teeth on that day like I hope you did today. Streets will crowd with cars, with people going to work, going to shop, going to school. Airports will teem with planes and people, some traveling on business, others on pleasure. But none of them traveling knowing that this day is that day when the Lord comes back. Students will open their textbooks and sharpen their pencils like they do every school day. Raising canes will fry up more chicken, thank God. 
Quick Trip and Pilot will pump more gasoline, hopefully under two bucks a gallon, but I'm not holding my breath. That day will most likely start just like one of these days. If you're not ready for that day, I hope you hear this episode at home, at school, at the game, at the mall. When you fall asleep, when you wake up, the most important thing we'll ever do with the time we have is not make more money, make better grades, make more friends, make the team, make a bigger name for ourselves. The most important thing we'll ever do with all the time we have is get ready for the coming of the Lord. But if you're already ready, if you've already repented of your sins and been baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ like they were in the New Testament and filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit with the supernatural sign of speaking with other tongues just like they were in the New Testament, and you're living your life for the glory of God, the coming of the Lord should not scare you, it should overjoy you. We're going to leave the woes and worries of this wicked world behind and go home to a place far too wonderful for words that Jesus has prepared for us and we shall forever be with the Lord. When the early church greeted each other, they didn't say, praise the Lord, or how about them, Buckeyes? They said, Maranatha, which means, Lord, come. Well, we're 2,000 years later, 2,000 years closer to Jesus' coming than they were. We ought to be more excited than they were. More than worrying today about fashion or finding a job, this world ought to catch us gazing heavenward from time to time, wondering if this day is that day, because Jesus is coming back one of these days. Now, in case you're curious, I'll go ahead and finish my airport story. I hope you don't think less of me, but I did stay at the counter to wait on the pizza. I know, I know, typical man. But as I sat there, I kept looking down the concourse, eyeing the gate, listening for the final, final boarding call. And I decided if the gate agent even twitched toward the handle of that gate to shut it, I would bolt from the counter toward the plane. I could not afford to miss that flight. But behold, whilst I thought on these things, the Wolfgang worker reached into the oven, pulled out our pizza, boxed it up, and I ran as fast as my wobbly legs could take me. And I reached the gate just before the agent shut it. I jogged down the jetway onto the plane, and I saw my girls sat down next to them, and we ate our Wolfgang Puck pizza at 30,000 feet. And I shared my story with another gate agent while waiting for another flight, and, and I asked her, what would she have done? And she told me, I would have opened the door for you. I was shocked. I thought, come on, I'm a nice guy. I got girls on the plane. I got my wife and my daughter. Surely you wouldn't separate us. And she said, oh, no, I gave you plenty of time. I made several final calls. I even called you by name to come to the gate immediately. It's not my fault you didn't take the time you were given to be ready. I'm sorry, sir, this door is shut. I was shocked, but it reminded me I need to be ready. Aside from what you hear thunder from the pulpit and what you read in the Word of God, I can't find any final boarding call on that day that will shake us to drop everything and run to get ready for Jesus' return which is why it matters so much what we do on this day. On this day, we need to make sure we are ready for that day because Jesus is coming back one of these days and we must be ready. I'd like us to pray for the Lord to help us to be ready and to help us help others be ready by sharing our testimony, our story, our faith with them 
and living in a way that glorifies and honors God and points people to him. Jesus, I thank you for this glorious hope. My hope is not that the world will get better. My hope is that you will return. I know you will. You said you would. You came the first time, and I know you're coming a second time. I do pray, help us all to be ready. If anybody listening to this episode has walked away from you, God, bring them back. If anybody listening to this has wandered away from you, I pray, Jesus, lead them back, bring them back, draw them back to you. If anybody listening to this is not ready or has never gotten ready for the coming of the Lord, I pray, help them, Jesus, draw them, help them on this day to be ready for that day. All that really matters in eternity is that we are ready for your coming. I pray, Jesus, help all of us to repent of our sins to be baptized, to enter into that covenant relationship with you through baptism in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Spirit. I pray today, Lord God, help us to live a life that brings you glory, brings you honor, and helps bring other people closer to you. I pray all of this in the precious, lovely, wonderful, matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, thanks, Simplify listeners. Please be sure to click subscribe, click share. So you don't have to miss an episode and nobody you love and care about has to miss an episode either. In case you missed the good news, we just crested 100,000 downloads. So thank you for making Simplify part of your devotional walk and your walk with Jesus. So be sure to click share and let others know about it. I've got a couple resources. Would love for you to check out Simplify the Devotional that launched the podcast and 10 Words, a practical look at the Ten Commandments, both available on PentecostalPublishing.com as softcover, also available on Amazon for Kindle, and 10 Words is available on Audible if you would rather listen than read. You can get all of those resources and the links for those are there in the show notes. I want to give a shout out to a couple of groups I was privileged to be in Texas this past week for their youth camp. Thank you so much, Texas, for your kindness to me and your hospitality. Also, I want to give a shout out to our friends from the Rough Rider State, North Dakota. Over the last 30 days, North Dakota has had more downloads than any other state in these United States. So welcome aboard, North Dakota. Happy to have you as a part of our Simplify listening audience. Next week, I want to continue on this topic in vein of eternity And I want to share with you our hope, not only that Jesus is coming back, but that he has prepared a place for us, a heaven too wonderful for words. And I want to share with you a devotion called A Heaven to Gain. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week. And always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.